Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. I'm, uh, I, I don't know, this one's got a mixed reception from me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about it, but we'll find out in a minute. Mandy, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the Eddie Murphy 1984 classic Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. And I should immediately... That's Beverly Hills Cop 1, by I the sh- way. I should just immediately start with this before we even Absolutely. get going. And of course, uh, we want to remind everybody, if you've never watched this movie, if you've made it through your life this far and never watched uh, Beverly Hills Cop, we'd like for you to take a moment and go find it somewhere. Uh, I don't know where it's at, if it's streaming at all. I had to pay for it. I did too. You'll probably have to pay for it as well. So go find it, watch the movie, and then come back and join us for the conversation. And And you're back. back. All right. It was the greatest of all time. (laughs) Everybody loves it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we don't just talk about these by ourselves, Mandy. Not right? at all. I don't really care what you think. No. Nope. And we need some new blood in this mess Absolutely. to try to, try we got to a lady. hash this out. Ooh, ooh it's a lady. <laughs> yeah, ooh, it's a lady. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad that we didn't talk about this before. I'm, I'm curious to hear my intro. <laughs> uh oh. I was just gonna go with Detroit area comedian. Uh huh. Elena Gonzalez. Oh, you said it right. Yeah. Well, I yes. did. I did meet you briefly on Saturday. but I wasn't sure how that memory would work because my entire life people have been pronouncing my name wrong, is and it? I just realized that I mean, we didn't wh- talk about it. What is the wrong is, is it Alana? Oh, oh. I get Alana or Alana. Okay, Alana. Alana. That's yeah. actually how I've said your name every Multiple time times. I've ever said it. Yeah. Yep. When I read the Harry Potter uh, books, I always thought it was Hermonian, and then I saw the <laughs> and then I saw the first movie, and they're like Hermione, and it took me for fucking ever yeah. to get used to that. And then I'm like Hermonian, like how did I even read that? It just like, makes me hate those books even more, Mandy. So let's, let's just drop it and move You're on. Such a loser. Uh, so Elena, Elena, Elena yes. Gonzalez. All right, so. Uh, super excited to have you in. You I'm so excited to be here. All the way over from Detroit area. Yes. Where, whereabouts in Detroit area uh, would you? I live in Dearborn Heights, okay. uh, which is a town that nobody knows about. Sure. That's where I live. All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, we made you drive all the way across the state to talk to us yes. today about uh, Beverly Hills Cop. And we always ask everybody that comes on, how long has it been since you watched this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? Uh, I'm going to say uh, 39 years because I've never seen Never it. seen this movie. I've never Look seen it Look what we before. did. And uh-huh. you're from Detroit? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen Beverly Hills Cup 2. Me too. Oh, okay. I actually, it was really hard for me because I kept expecting things from 2 and 3 oh, that sure. didn't happen. So then I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So yeah. how long has it been for you, Mandy, since you oh, watched this? Oh, the first one? Yeah. A really long time. Probably at least 15 years. Okay. Yeah. I for me I think I had the second one on that weird not laser disc machine that was like it's a disc inside of a weird floppy disc look at but it's huge like it's the size of a record but you uh-huh. have to like put it in the machine and then pull this plastic sleeve back out again and then it will play for half of the movie then you have to turn it over and like reinsert this thing, pull the disc back out, and then put it back in again, upside down. It's the craziest. You thing. have owned but some it, of the weirdest shit. I don't even ever. know how my family got that. It, it at the time, I assume it was like fancy, right. you know, like it was probably like top. But there's no reason that they would have gone out and bought it. We had a milk crate full of like seven movies. <laughs> okay, and one of them was Beverly Hills Cop Two. One of them was Grease. Uh, one of them was an- like another Forty Eight Hours, or it was like <laughs> right. weird. Like right. not good movies, but um, I mean, Greece was great, but uh, yeah. So that's when I watched that, and I I imagine I probably haven't watched the first one 
since shortly after that era of uh-huh. my life too, which right. was again probably twenty plus years ago, I would say. Uh, Man, I can't believe you've never seen this movie. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen this movie. That's crazy. Are you uh, otherwise an Eddie Murphy fan? I I am. Uh, and there was watching it. There were a lot of mannerisms mm-hmm. of his that I was like, oh yeah, we for sure got some donkey. In yes. this, oh yeah, for sure. so much donkey. <laughs> If I had a nickel for every time someone so, said so, so much, much donkey. <laughs> right to your face. Yeah. Yes, yes. Put that okay. on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, some merch. <laughs> that, it should be Eddie Murphy and he's like, I'm going to give you so much donkey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> for the, the Epa hoes out there. We're still right. going to try to lean into that and see what happens. I think happens. it's great. Yeah, What's I up, Epa hoes? <laughs> We were trying to come up with names for our listeners, and I we just love couldn't. It. We just couldn't come up with anything, and then Andy Bledsoe pulled that out. So we're going to see how yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I love it. Epahose. See how it sticks. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in the most loving way. You know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. no, no shame. I would know? like to know why do you think that you haven't seen this movie? <laughs> I think it. I truly what do. A think, question. I, I think it's because I jumped to two. Okay, okay. and so. Uh, like a lot of my just, cousins just keep swimming it's yeah, all all forward was, you never go back didn't need to it's true uh, <laughs> i agree i think that those ones are better yeah. we'll probably have to do two and three oh, later good. yeah one of my cousins was really into beverly hills cop 2 so uh-huh. it was one of those that was on repeat at my grandma's house okay uh, so i've seen that one a hundred times we should have just done two <laughs> true i uh i'm a huge uh, judge reinhold fan Me too. who isn't right yeah like that's a that's a big uh, well with like uh gremlins for me is mostly my my big like judge reinhold movie i was like i love that guy He's i really liked uh, vice versa yeah with fred savage when they trade places and he has to be a kid <laughs> yeah super great I yeah. was and I was fast times yes. because I remember watching that when I was way too young to have watched fast times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. But it was burned into my brain. Boobies. That for me is going to be another like fresh watch. Like it'll yeah. be it's basically as if I'd never seen it. I can't remember. We're gonna any. have to probably put it on eventually just I, because it's other people's. Sure. But yeah. yeah. I just remember that just the, the, the girl Cates. coming yeah, Phoebe Kate's coming out of a pool, and that's all I remember. Someone's like in a tool shed or some shit and then <laughs> See, I have this weird thing. So I watched the movie today because my memory for movies is is very short. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe, I don't know, 20 movies that are burned into Uh my brain and Fast Times is one of those and I could probably go scene by scene right now and it's ridiculous. So traditionally for this, we pick a movie and make the guest watch it. Whether again, Mm -hmm. just like this, whether they'd seen it or not, because Uh these are the movies that shaped our childhood. Exactly. If we were to give you the reins on this and let you run, which movie would you have made us watch? The, like Ooh. the movie that shaped your childhood, would you say, if you had to put a pin on one movie? As ridic- as as terrible of a person as it's going to make me sound, probably Fast Times. But okay. I think it's oh, you because don't sound terrible. <laughs> but I think it is because I watched it when I was, gosh, like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Like my aunt was babysitting me, and it was one of those things where she put it on, and then when my mom got home, she yelled at yeah, her. Like, How dare like, you? Like what? Like what? Why is my child watching this? And um. And yeah, it, and after that, you were like, "This is totally fucking cool." Because yeah, like my this mom, is right, my no. movie now. Like, yeah, yeah. This that is was it. that was a lot like like Porky's was for me mm-hmm. as a kid. Like that is a movie I should have never had access oh to as a right. child. 
uh, or things like I remember watching uh, Bachelor Party mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and it was just all those like smut filled uh-huh. as as dirty as you could get on like Cinemax, yeah. right? Whatever. Right. Mine and was you- Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but my parents <laughs> let me watch it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I just walked around and followed my mom and asked her what a cocksucker meant. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know. Speaking of cocksucker, let's go ahead and jump into a clip, shall we? Let's. Uh, so we've got. I guess we should go over the cast on yeah, this too. We've sure. got Axel Foley. Yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy, Judge Reinhold, jo- uh, John Ashton, who is Taggart. Yes. Um, we have also great too. It's, yes. And that, he's a huge like character actor, yes. and he's in a bunch of stuff. That's the nothing thing. that I could ever put my finger on. Like I can't either. be like, oh, I saw him in this for sure. Every single person in this movie, at one point, I was like, oh, it's the guy from the thing. Yes, yes. yes. they were all yes. from so the thing. So many from the thing. <laughs> um, Lisa Elbacker, who played Jenny Summers, I haven't seen her in anything else. I did not. Uh, I she did not, not look yeah. familiar. She just looked like basic eighties blonde. You know lady. who was a weird standout that I saw that I don't know is if they are a famous person was the young lady at the counter at the hotel she her face seemed very familiar to me like she'd been in a bunch of stuff she didn't stick out to me when i was like reviewing the actors i don't know but no i also found out i was looking up some of the actors too and i found out a bunch of these guys were like the actual cops oh yeah gil uh uh gil the guy the guy (laughs) uh detective todd uh, he became a huge. Uh, I think he was a Detroit City Councilman. Yeah, yeah, yep. Gilbert yeah. Hill. Yeah, Gil Inspector Hill. Todd. That's what it was. Gil, Gil Hill. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, let's do uh, the beginning of the film here. We get the uh, the cigarette truck uh, transaction here. Uh, so I guess let's you know backtrack here. We'll do the synopsis. I'll get. I'm going to give you guys a taste of what you're about to hear about if you uh, have never seen this. So, uh, okay. Uh, after his childhood buddy is murdered while visiting Detroit, uh, rebellious cop Axel Foley, Eddie Murphy, follows the leads to or follows the leads. Yeah. To Beverly Hills, California, under the auspice of a vacation. Way to go, Google. Uh, <laughs> he checks in with an old friend, Jenny Summers, and starts to believe her boss, art dealer Victor Maitland, you know, killed him. Whatever. There's more. There's just Steven, too much more. Yeah. Steven Burkdorf is Victor Maitland. He has said that he loathes the film. Okay. Really? Which makes me hate him as a villain even more. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if that voice he used was his choice or not. I don't like know. if they just told him, like, take that again, except sound like more of a A douchebag? Yeah. yeah. Like a fucking weirdo. Like most of the like a lot of this was improvised. Like okay. hugely. And that made me love this movie so much more. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess you you said you had a lot of problems with it, Matt. Um I didn't have a lot of problems with it necessarily. It's not super quotable. So yeah. for me, the fun part for me is to pull out like the super fun quote parts of this movie. Um, but then it's just also I I I'll, I don't know if I liked it really. I'm, I'm still ref- on the fence on whether or not I like this <laughs> yeah. movie. I reference this movie every time because I work in a very professional atmosphere. Like people wear suits, mm-hmm. you know. And every time I come across a black man that. It talks like a white man. Uh-huh. I always like when they walk away. I'm like, I'm not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe. Yeah, the, the, the. <laughs> and that to me, it sounds like every black person imitating a white person. Yeah, it, sure. it's literally in that voice. Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely, yeah, I, I did love that it took three because I've always heard about the banana and the tailpipe, and then to see that it actually <laughs> took three bananas. Oh, for sure. him to fill that yes. tailpipe, I was impressed. I yes, was impressed. they could have, you know, with the magic of movies, they could have just thrown one up there and called it good. Like right. that's enough. Right. But no, no, we, he had no, to keep he, shoving them in. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got three from Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. There's a cameo. <laughs> huh? So you're not going to let he's those called go the to banana waste. guy. Uh huh. <laughs> 
I guess. Do you have his Yeah, clip? I do. I, I pulled out everything that I thought was kind of, you know, whatever. Uh, so this is actually quite a long clip. It, it involves the late dinner or the late supper and the banana clip. So <laughs> okay. I guess we'll start here. for you, Billy. Oh, wait. No, he didn't. Hold on. That was the after effect. Back up. <laughs> no. That was, I actually wrote this is, that was the worst joke that's ever been made in a movie in the history <laughs> of movies. But here's the late supper. Good evening, sir. The hell is that? It's late supper, sir. Compliments from Axel Foley. Foley? They're just so incredulous. How could yes, he have ever known? What? I need a couple of bananas. How much are they? He's a detective, guys. Come on. I don't know. You get peaches, plums, oranges, and bananas. All I need is a couple of bananas. <laughs> I love that he looks both yeah. ways. Like, uh-huh. Take. Take those bananas. Take those bananas. That's literally every character other than <laughs> yes. the homeless guy that he played on in Living Color. Yes, uh-huh. it I'm is. not eating that. Take it back. Two and snaps up and around in the circle. <laughs> and it's kind of what Axel turns into when he's trying to talk to Maitland later on in the, in oh, the movie. Oh, he has to yeah, get him his message. Goes, oh, yeah. that was oh, so, that great. so great. I, I will say that I was thinking about it while I was watching it. I was thinking about you pulling clips. <laughs> and I was like, every single clip has that fucking song. Oh, playing. it does. Oh, it yeah. is so <laughs> hard to do. In fact, later, we'll get to our games portion later on. And we do What's That Sound? And there were so many beds of music over everything. <laughs> That it was very difficult I'm to sure. pull well, a sound that did not have. One of the reasons, actually, that I've seen this movie probably over fifty times, maybe even closer to a hundred, mm-hmm. is because my dad was very handy and he was always working on stuff in the house. So whenever I would go over there, um, he would have that movie playing in the background while he worked on doing stuff for around, the house. Just for around the house. The, that was his around the house movie. Yeah, That's like weird. I don't know if it was just like inspirational for him to just like. <laughs> You know, like pound some nails. I'm not sure. Weird, but yeah, it's just the rhythm of that song made everything work well around the house. Yes. Um. So, anyways, uh, Murphy, Ashton, and Reinhold, they all improvised so many of their scenes and all of their lines that during um a lot of the scenes, like they're trying really hard not to laugh, and okay. they had to pinch themselves. Like <laughs> oh. Judge Reinhold, um, had to like reach in his pocket and pinch his leg as hard as he could. And in the scene where they're talking, where he's calling them super cops, uh-huh. and and Tag- Taggart puts his like fingers up to like the, his nose, the like the bridge of his, of his nose, nose yeah. you can actually see like he's trying really hard not to laugh. <laughs> yeah. and- see, I wouldn't expect that in this kind of a, like that. To me, is like an Adam Sandler movie, like where everyone on set is like they can't stop because of how like shitty goofy everybody has to be you know but i think it was because it was all improv improv so they had no idea what was coming what was coming next and so and it i so when i read that and then i i rewatched it that made me i actually the first time i watched this i was like oh it's not as good as i remember okay but then i did the research and then i watched it again and i was like oh it is so good like i love it you know i don't think was this this was really early on for, for Eddie Murphy, right? Um, he I'm, was still pretty big because he had his own production company at this time. Right. Okay. But so, as far as like movies go, this was... I think he did 48 new-ish. Hours in 82. Oh, okay. And he had been okay. doing stand-up. So he had, yeah, I knew yeah. he was he was stand-up and, and SNL and, well, and all like that he, stuff. But like this was probably the first time for Judge Reinhold and the other guy that I can't remember his name to, Ashton. to be in that sort of situation. Sure. So yeah. for Eddie to be silly and goofy like he is and for them to like, what the fuck right. is this all about? Well, yeah. and Judge Judge Reinhold and um, John Ashton, they the director sat them down. He's like, okay, this is your characters. You guys are a married couple. You've been together for a really long time. 
Like, what do you got for me? And Judge Reinhold automatically picked up a magazine and started talking about all the red meat that's probably still in his colon. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. they ended up putting it in the movie. Yeah. So, I have I have a clip of that too. Uh let's do that. Wow. Wow. You know, it says here that by the time the average American is fifty, he's got five pounds of undigested red meat in his bowels. Why are you telling me this? What makes you think I have any interest in that at all? Well, you eat a lot of red meat. <laughs> I also, just for future reference, I pulled this clip from that clip just in case we ever needed it. So uh, just go ahead and start telling me a story, Mandy. Real okay. quick, if you would. So this one time at band camp. You Why know? are you telling me this? <laughs> I don't think I have any interest in that at all. I, want, I love how sucks. he says interest. Yeah, it sucks because I want to keep so many of these clips and just use them for all of the podcast yes. episodes. But by, if I keep doing that, I'd have this entire soundboard of just random clips from movies that we're not, right. not talking about. So I love That's it. Awesome. That was a gem. I like it real well. So all this, right. oh, sorry. This is produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Okay. Who is amazing. He yeah. did all this, the CSI, all of the um, NCIS. He did <laughs> all the initials, all I the mean, TV. Yeah, initials. exactly. <laughs> um, there's another show that's on and that I like. Oh, I think it's the Queen of. Um, Oh, Queen of the South. Okay. That's a Jerry Bruckheimer show. Oh, I don't know show. that show. Yeah, oh, it's either. so good. Yeah, that's the one that I told you about I, that I loved about well the... It was did. when Gonzalo was here. Okay. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, anyway. You mean Pagan? That's... Oh, sorry, Pagan. <laughs> he doesn't go by Gonzalo. I, anyway. Yeah. Um. So he... Uh, but because of this, there are a lot of actors that have been like extras on those shows. Sure. So when you look oh, at their filmography, you can sense. see that like every Bruckheimer show has these actors in it. Yeah. Uh, so I big, was, oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to talking about uh, actors and and cops and and stuff. I was so the the biggest surprise to me was to see Mr. Breaking Bad. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Jonathan Banks. Yes. Thank you very much. I was like, I'm staring at him, <laughs> and I'm like, no, because he think has hair. The, the one eye is a little. <laughs> no, that's that is definitely his yes. nose. And then when he kills the guy, it's like, oh yeah, yeah that is sure. definitely. <laughs> That is definitely him. That is so it funny. It took me half of the movie to figure out why I knew who that uh-huh. guy was. Oh, really? And he looks so in, like drastically different. He uh-huh. looks like a baby child uh-huh. compared yes. to himself in, yes. in Breaking Bad. But um, So th- this entire time I was trying to get back to the clip of him... Uh, you know, peddling stolen cigarettes. Yeah, so. let's do oh, that. Right, we get, right. This is the opening. But I did want to ask you, so this is like you get to see Detroit in the beginning of this yes. movie. Uh, compare. Like, is this like legit Detroit or is this uh, it, have things changed for the last 30 years? They have changed, <laughs> but it is it is legit Detroit. It's it's Detroit ish okay. uh, from when I was growing up. Yeah. And there are there was uh, the the one moment that sticks out for me as like, oh, yeah, they really did try. <laughs> there was a there was a bus. It's not like a, a Canadian skyline. Right. With- <laughs> Right. No, there's a there's a bus driving through in one of the 10 billion car chase yeah, moments. Right. Um, and on the side, it says WDRQ 93.1. And that was actually a radio, a radio station. It doesn't exist anymore. But I was like, oh, DRQ, <laughs> I did it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You made it. All right. Let's let's hear this um, part at least. I think this is going to be Frank Pesci, who is not related oh. to Joe Pesci, by the uh, way. Sad. I, I really thought you were going to say I know. it. Was right. Sorry. But he is in Trapped in Paradise, which we've done. Is, is the, the cop in Trapped in Paradise? The Taggart? Is Taggart in Trapped in Paradise? 
Yes, he is the father of the dumb son. No, he's the other cop, the deputy. He's the the two dumb deputies. Not not the Clovis, but the other guy. I swear to God, he's the other okay, guy. Okay, I'll I can't, look it up. I can't figure out who. Yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, here's this clip. We keep trying to play it, and <laughs> gonna do it. I swear. Okay. Fucking fortune here. That's right at the tail end of the heat is on was playing just right. before we got right. here. A lot of music in this. So much. Talk to me. Just give us a minute, okay? This is this is his borderline really donkey soundtrack too. Hey, get no yeah. cleaning this here. Look here. He's a very popular cigarette with the children. You know what this is in here? You know what this is? This is a federal tax stamp. You can't beat that. You can't get no cleaning in that. Talk to me. Tell me something. So why don't you keep him going to business yourself? If this is such a great. And I can handle the job this big, but y'all supposed to got all the connections, you know? But tell me something. Shit, I'm a businessman. I'm gonna sit down. Do what you want to do. Right, ain't easy to get rid of this shit. I know, cause see, I'm a businessman. You know, this is my thing. I'm doing business here. There should be a I'm a businessman count in this movie. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And then in, and there's the scene when he gets thrown out of Maitland's office when they pick him up and carry him out of the building. Yeah. He says, get the fuck off me like 30 times. Yeah. I was like, stop <laughs> saying stop, that. Stop like, resisting. Right. Stop resisting. Oh, it will no. hurt less. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to... Uh, I I am a smoker and Me this too. in this moment I was looking at the truck and I'm trying to like count how many cartons and yeah. he wants 5000 <laughs> and I'm like what a deal yeah, like, I'm in. Whole, yeah. like oh that would be great I don't smoke Winston's or whatever they were Paul Mall whatever uh, yeah I had Paul there. Malls and Luckies yep. I want to say were the two <laughs> he had like an upside down box of Paul Malls right but, um yeah so he's just not a good cop like I just don't I don't want him to be a cop that's like working for me right I, I but they don't. tried to play up the you know he's he's just he goes by his own mm-hmm. you know the beat of his own drum and and he's creative he's and unpredictable he's and unpredictable and, and yeah but he's just he's gonna get you in trouble he's yes. a fucking liability that's yeah exactly. that's what it is I, I mean think of all the cars that they oh into. my god oh. they so it was a five thousand dollar cigarette deal gone awry uh-huh. and they just destroyed like a three city blocks and what? he didn't get the guy no and how I like I don't even understand how that didn't happen. Like they had to have gotten the guy. They got the guy in the truck, right? But then the other guy they just let wander off into the night. And I don't. Yeah, he was he was on foot. Yeah, and the one guy goes running after him, and then fifteen thousand cops chase the truck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, and, uh, yeah, bad I can't imagine. DVD. I can't imagine that that ever happens in Detroit. No. Where there are fifteen cops doing anything at the <laughs> right. same time. Speaking no. of us, uh, cameo Paul Reiser. Yes, is... yes. Not in the movie long enough. No, no, I was I was so upset that he was gone as soon as he was gone. I was yes. like, no way. And he had such like a like a very very in, comedical. Yeah, well, and it was very in the scene too. It yeah. wasn't just like he was in the background going like, hey, you know, you did something wrong earlier, right. and then he's gone. But he was like, he was a follow through for the whole precinct. Yeah, like, but they're only in Detroit for a short. I period know. Of time. I wish that he had been in more of. The yeah, movie, it was really good to see him as kind of the yin to his yang <laughs> type of thing. Uh, we do get oh, that he's uh, he's the Jeffrey that he's not listening to. Is that right? Is that when he does the la 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 thing here? I am not listening to Jeffrey, but he's still talking. I am not listening to you. I really hate when And that again sounds like a weird accent, too. Sounds like he's from a foreign country somewhere. Like he's coming to America? Yeah, it did. It very much reminded me of coming to America, yeah. And then here's where we get Inspector Todd. So we talked about him earlier. Uh, he's like he was a legit cop at one point, and yep. then he was in some movies for a while, and then he, like you said, he became a councilman for Detroit. But here he is. 
Hey, boss, I know what you're going to say, but you I'm... You mind telling me where the fuck you come off going undercover? So many fucks. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, too. What the fuck is this all about? You want to play some fucking... Like, if anyone was going to, like, scream in my face, I want it to be this guy, too. What's your fucking side of the story? I love too that he's not a big man. No, he's a tiny. He's scrappy. I'm yeah. not taking any more of this shit from you. Not much. This little stunt of yours is going to cost this city. I don't think cost is the issue here, sir. I think the dick. issue should be my blatant disregard for proper procedure. <laughs> you damn right, wise ass. <laughs> the mayor called the chief. The chief called the deputy chief. The deputy chief just chewed my ass out. You see, I don't have any bit of it left, don't you? When the fuck did you get a truckload of cigarettes from anyway? From the Dearborn hijack. From the Dearborn hijack. And that fucking bus I went just, down last oh, week. I just oh, a little, a little Dearborn shout out. Yeah. 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 I remember he did an interview um, at some point, and I don't know why this stuck. Are you talking about me. Gil Hill? Gil Hill. <laughs> yep. Okay. I just like saying it. Gil Hill. <laughs> um, and he said something about how realistic it was, and. It, the gist of it, I don't remember exactly what he said because it was a billion years ago, but it, sure. the, the gist of it was that it was just like his regular job, except he swore more in the movie. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking up, uh, I, I saw a guy in the background of one of the, the scenes and I'm like, I need to know who this guy is because uh-huh. I'm certain I know who he is. It turns out, didn't know who he was, but it turns out that that guy was super interesting. The guy uh-huh. that I uh-huh. picked, uh, one of the crate openers when oh, they're pulling yeah, out yeah, yeah. The, the bonds in, yep. the, in the scene in the warehouse. Uh, the guy who's like the boss of the two the, okay. that's like doing all the stuff right, and talking right, right. the most. I was like, I swear I know this guy from other movies. I've seen him before, but I looked him up and he was also a real cop. Really? And he was a consultant in the movie, too. So he had this very small part in the film, but he like told the cops how to be cops. Oh, in the that's movie great. Yeah, I mean, it's still like the fact that you didn't even notice that he wasn't an actor. He obviously did a great yeah, job. Yeah, he stood out uh-huh. in that very small role as being somebody important that I think I should know who it was. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. out there doing it. You know, um, do you want to? So, do you want to know all the people that tried out to be Axel Foley? Oh, sure, because <gasps> the list yes. is long. It's <laughs> well, long, but fire. long but distinguished, there just like my Johnson. Okay, that was a Top Gun yeah. reference. Okay, um, so, so it was originally written for Sylvester Stallone. Oh, how terrible would that movie be? Mikey was supposed to be his brother, and Jenny was supposed to be his love interest. Okay, wait, say that one more time, Mikey. Mikey boy. was going to be Sylvester Stallone's brother. Oh, okay, okay. And then gotcha, gotcha, Jenny gotcha. was going to be okay. the love interest. Gotcha. Hmm. Um, and so Mickey. Okay, so the people that tried out for Foley after Sol- Stallone didn't do it. Uh, Mickey Rourke, terrible. Jeff Bridges, yeah. James Caan, yeah. Billy Crystal. Weird. Was yeah. So weird. Seriously, keep listening. Robert De Niro. Okay. Oh my god. He keeps showing up. So he does. So recent movies, we end up getting everyone that's like Paul Rudd should be in every movie. Right, like if right, we're like, right. if not him, then who? And everyone's like, yeah, Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. But like De Niro is this like weird sleeper dude from back in the like eighties mm-hmm. that everyone was like he was almost this important character in all these right. movies, and he just wasn't. It's wow. weird to me. <laughs> Harrison Ford, uh, Richard okay. Gere, Mel Gibson. Gregory Hines. I for sure could have seen Mel Gibson. I mean, it's basically yeah, yeah. Lethal, lethal Weapon it's anyway. Lethal Weapon, yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, Nick Nolte, Ooh. Al Pacino, Richard Pryor, Dennis Quaid, <laughs> Kurt Russell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Yikes. John Travolta, Robin Williams. John Travolta. I feel like this is just a list of every person yeah. who was an actor in 84. And Bruce Willis were all considered for the role. Yikes. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there. but the thing is, is I can kind of like see how this would work. However, the, the whole direction of the entire like 
um, you know, persona of like the black detective mm-hmm. in Detroit, like they had to like take it in that direction. It wouldn't have worked obviously with any of the rest of well, these. Well, what makes people. me sad, right. and I, I realizing this, they had to rewrite the script because it would have ended up being an entire cast of black people, and unfortunately, back then that wasn't going to happen, and right. that sucks. Like that's right. they had to go through the whole script and fix it so that it made sense because it couldn't have been his brother and love interest. I know, but the thing is, is it makes so much more sense for a, like a black detective from Detroit going to Beverly Hills is so much better. Oh, it's very much a fish out of water story, which is what they were. And I'm super glad it wasn't Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like him. I like his stand up. I think he's great, but I, I'm, I think Eddie Murphy is like, he's got, Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Richard Pryor would have been, too old yeah. at that point too so it would have been a little more you know Danny yeah. Glover getting too old for this shit and, Arnold, and Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> oh like God. Yeah. seriously that would have been like Arnold Schwarzenegger like straight after Conan the Barbarian type. right <laughs> like super he couldn't speak English yeah. probably barely well, yeah again fish out of water you know mm-hmm, I guess. drop Arnold Schwarzenegger in the center of Beverly Hills and see what happens you know what I mean Billy Crystal though like really that would have been okay his, his see voice? that that's when they started they, they lean they go from the action movie and lean into the comedy yeah, part, yeah. and that's where this movie, I think, is more interesting to me than just your standard, you know, like Ugh. thriller, like cop thriller. Eddie like, Murphy is so much better looking than Billy Crystal, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't, that's never been just, his... Billy Crystal's is one of the most unattractive men ever. I'm trying right. to picture Billy Crystal's laugh right now, and I can't, because I feel like... like <laughs> right, like no, Eddie Murphy's laugh was a character in this absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Billy Crystal's got like a... Like, it's more of like a... <laughs> like, it's more of a smaller... It's like a weird Ray Romano sort of thing, I think. But, okay. But it's like a... I don't know. Okay. Um <laughs> Was anybody as surprised as me that uh, Mikey got the double tap when they killed him at the doorway? I was like, I think one's enough, fam. Right. He's, gonna, he's going in there with two, just dropping them twice. Yeah, Breaking Bad became more efficient as, as years went on. Yeah, I did. We, one bullet. Right. I, I don't have enough money to pay for this. But yeah, let's Bullets get cheaper in the 80s. into, I guess, some of that stuff. So we've got, I guess we could just meet Mikey. He shows up at the apartment and we get this little scene here. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh. I kept it in. <laughs> I thought Mikey was cute. I you're still breaking yep. in people's houses. What do you expect with that lock? Why don't you buy a real fucking lock? Hey, bagaboosh. Hey. <laughs> so, like, I got a pistol. I'm about to somebody. I can't afford no electrical bill, though. There's so many accents happening right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, hell, man, look at you. Yo, man, when'd you get out? I got out six months ago. You got out six months ago? You just coming to see me now? Well, he got me out a year early for, you know, a good time and, uh... I went out to California get some sun. He does seem like a legit dirtbag, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, he's a hoodlum friend. Uh huh. And the the most forced uh, script choice, and I love that it was that it was more improvised because uh, I'd be curious to see if this was a script choice or or their choice. But when they're at the bar and Eddie Murphy's like. Uh, you know, how come you didn't tell me, turn me in? And he's like, really? You don't know? <laughs> and it's like, in this moment, we have to prove to you that they're super close. Like, yeah. Because I love you, man. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, this person that you just met 30 seconds ago, it, <laughs> they've been tight for years. Yeah. yeah. We need Force to that solidify in there. this. Right. Because he's now, only going to be alive for two yeah, more minutes. Exactly. Right. He's like John Wick's dog. You know, I have to know that he cares right. about him. And he right. doesn't say it back either, which is sad because that's it the last is. time he could have had the opportunity. Yeah. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe that's why he went on this thing. It's true. He never got oh. to say it again. And at the end, he tells Judge Reinhold that he loves him. So right. maybe he's just like, oh. I got to pass it on to somebody else. That's you what know? it is. That <laughs> is what it is. He's never said it out loud before and he had to pass it on to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we talked 
talked about the warehouse a little bit. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but like, okay, so remember when Eddie Murphy is doing his rant at the warehouse Mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, like, well, the warehouse supervisor that comes in. The younger guy. Okay. Not the guy that he's like, is that your Porsche outside? But like the yeah. younger guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Rick Overton. And he plays Pam Beasley's dad oh, in fun. two episodes of The Office. Forget Rick that. Overton is another one. He's been on so many things. Yeah. So, so many things. I, of you course, can't, can't pinpoint you each one. Any of them. No, no, I totally get it. Did you end up finding out if that guy was in Trapped in Paradise, if he was the other guy from Clovis? Not. <laughs> I think it was, but I... I think we, so. I was Someone will of, tell I me. I was out of the conversation for too long and got awkward, so I was <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm just going to go back. Hibbs, tell me. Right. <laughs> He'll find out. All right. Uh, I like this. Uh, this scene here was a, was a big one for me. Uh, and I do want to just let everybody know that you're about to hear a word that we normally don't play on this uh, oh, podcast. Oh, you not going to I'm not, because it's not being used in the way that it was being used in the last time that sure. we bleeped it out. Yeah. Yes, in that Porky's. Was, yeah, that was very much... Uh, Is uh, the hotel scene? Yes. Yeah. May I help you? Yes, you have a reservation for an Axel Foley. Well, let's see. He just I'm never sorry, stops lying about anything. Name. Yeah. It's so it, hard it to take him seriously. For me. Like, yeah. magazine. I do Axel love Foley. that it That's started it <laughs> with somebody trying to get a reservation. Yes. He's like, oh, no, these no, people. Stone, no Axel Foley. I'm sorry, sir. This girl, oh, sorry. though, I swear, has been in other stuff. Kind of he has been entrapped in paradise, by the way. I'm sorry, sir, but there are no rooms available. Yeah, Don't you the think other I deputy. realize what's going on here, miss? Who do <laughs> okay, you think I go. am, huh? Don't you think I know that if I was some hot shot from out of town that pulled inside here and you guys made a reservation mistake, I'd be the first one to get a room and I'd be upstairs relaxing right now. But I'm not some hot shot from out of town. I'm a small reporter from Rolling Stone magazine that's in town to do an exclusive interview with Michael Jackson that's going to be picked up by every major magazine <laughs> in the country. I was going to call the article, <laughs> Michael Jackson is sitting on top of the world, but now I think I might as well just call it, Michael Jackson can sit on top of the world just as long as he doesn't sit in the Beverly Palm Motel because there's no niggas allowed in there. Excuse me, sir. It seems that we do have a, a last-minute cancellation. Uh, there is a room available. It's a suite, but uh, I'll only charge you the single room rate. This Thank makes me uncomfortable as a professional. Yeah? Like, just having someone rant at you like that. And having it change oh. circumstances. Not yeah. even the changing of circumstances, just the fact that he oh. does, and he does it so many times. Yes. And I'm just like, uh, like, this is, like, my, I, I automatically go into, like, fetal position, because if somebody <laughs> was, like, at screaming me. at me <laughs> like this, I'm like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. My, my wife used to work at a hotel at the front desk area, and people used to come in and just shit all over them. Because, oh, wow. Like, they would just not make reservations, mm-hmm. or they would, you know, but then they would just do exactly what he did they would just right. turn it around and be like you guys how dare up? you mess up my uh-huh. reservations speaking as someone who's had the hotel mess up their reservations though <laughs> yeah. and you're like what the fuck people yeah. like i have this you know yeah, yeah. this has been booked for months right yeah. yeah i do love that it was 235 dollars yeah yeah like that was that was a definite oh right this is 1984 yeah <laughs> like, yeah you're not getting in in beverly, in beverly hills, hills. Yeah. For yeah but even then he was like Fine. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, clearly that not. was a definite gulp uh-huh. moment. I wonder what the uh, what the sweet rate would have been back then too, because that yeah. would have had to have yeah. been well. And the total ridiculous. bill, like after he rec- after he had like room service and stuff the sent out robes. to the two different, <laughs> yeah, exactly well, five if they if they counted the ones that the ones he in stole, the bag, right? Yeah, love it. Didn't God, matter though. Because I need to change this. Ch- I don't know if this is going to spill over onto the podcast, but I I think it does. But my damn chair keeps making the craziest, like, someone stepped on a cat noise. I thought that maybe the Lexi was, like, making noises upstairs or something. That's the sort of high-tech shenanigans we're dealing with here (laughs) another episode podcast. Uh, Okay, let's do, of course, 
Bronson Pinchot shows yes. up. Yes. And we get, we get Serge. Serge. Or Belky. Yes. From Perfect Strangers. How you all doing today? I love him in Hi. the second one, too. Hi, Flynn. My name is Serge. And how can I have you? Um, yeah, I'm looking for Miss Jenny Summers. It's very busy today. Maybe you'll give me your name? My name is Axel Foley. And uh, what is Portainian? Aquel. Aquel. Portainian. What it's meaning, Portain. regarding. Oh, what's it regarding? I'm an old acquaintance of hers. Danae? <laughs> Danae? One moment. Does Donnie have any Don't speaking? Any no, which is so funny because uh, he was Achmel originally Foley's supposed here. to. Axel Foley. Axel. Achmel. Achwell. Axel. Foley's here to see her. <laughs> <laughs> the old acquaintance. Doesn't yeah. even try. Yeah, just Love it. It's like the breast of a dog to scrub for the customer. I uh, know. So, like originally, like there were supposed to be two speaking parts, like two okay. people uh-huh. from that. But then he had such an amazing accent yeah. that they basically like fucked this other actor over, <laughs> and they were like, "You're not going to talk." Right. And then they let him go on and on. I I have a toddler, and so when I watch. Uh, when I watch things, I normally have closed captioning on. Yes, and okay. I just forget about it. You have know, you heard I'm, us talk? Have you heard us talking about how often we use closed captioning? Everything because I of ever watch, all really? the time, no, no matter it's, what. It's all because of our kids. Yeah, it's yes. great. But the, my favorite part was in that moment, the closed captioning spelled it portaining. Nice. P O R T. I was like, oh, that's so great. What is this portaining? <laughs> I, I love his accent, but it doesn't belong anywhere. No. I love that it's totally... No, it's completely un- made up. Yeah. And it's very much... It's just like a rehash of Belky, yeah. which right. is great. Well, right. Belky came later. Okay. So, so then it's just, it that was, was the kind of prelude like the, to, yes. to yes. Mepos me and Cousin <laughs> that's, Larry. That's probably how we got it. I think so. Yeah. 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 Sure. Because he certainly stole it. I think he stole the scene. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And he was so... My favorite part with him is how unbelievably adorable he was when he got excited to give Judge Reinhold later the coffee, the coffee and he's the like espresso. do you want the lemon lemon twist or lime twist <laughs> yeah. or whatever and he was like so the look on his face of like yay somebody's he's, gonna drink it he's like, you should it's pretty good it's, <laughs> not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not hard at all um, alright then we get this shitbag Victor Maitland here yes and what may I ask is your interest he in sounds Mr. like Tardino. a Disney villain he does. he's Scar he yeah. he's Scar a couple hours after he got there someone killed him Oh my god. That's oh terrible. God. It's fucked up. And what do you wish to know? He worked for you, didn't he? He sounds like a bastard. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Good gracious. Sounds like an asshole. I'm really sorry to hear this. Well, he hated the movie, like so fucked him. Yeah. Can I get you anything? Did he say why he hated it? No, I'm all right. I don't know. He's just. Probably his up. voice. He probably oh, was no, like, this, this is going to be this forever. I'm going to be that guy. Right. That's violent. what I'm wondering if if that he's just now known as the biggest dick ever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he hates it. Maybe. He, it didn't say why. It just said he has been stated to say that he loathes the film, which mm. even sounds like a douchebag way to say it. You can right. Be like, I hate it. I thought it sucked. <laughs> I loathe it. Uh, do you guys have any like favorite parts that stand out at all? Or, or how about this? Do you guys have any like, I hated this part so much? Like any grievances you need to air on this movie because mm-hmm. the, the ranting I, is hard to watch yeah the <laughs> it's it's not like a like a full-on hate it was more of like a funny hate um but 
it happens in a lot of shootout scenes and when they're at the you know the final place the mansion or whatever and there's a guy with a machine gun with thousands of rounds and Mm. he misses everybody yeah Yeah. and then somebody pops up from the bush and gets him with one shot like that always like really when i was watching that so they've got like the scene at the big villa at the end and it's got like all of the railings on everything it's like these weird multi-level um gardens outside Uh and i always love how you can always see when there's like a shootout with machine guns like in old movies back in the 80s, they'll pick something like with a straight line. Uh-huh. And oh, yes. The shotgun or like or the, the shots from the gun will go across that line yes. and they'll pop <laughs> off these little like packs uh-huh. of it's uh-huh. so funny. To Is me. that not how machine guns work? Well, it's just so very much on like the the only linear plane across right. the entire thing. They pick the railing and they're like, yeah, we're just going to pop off these little pyrotechnics uh-huh. on the railing and it'll make it totally look like he's being shot at. And <laughs> yep. it's so Do you funny. Have the clip after he gets thrown through the window. After he gets thrown through the window, yeah. When the cops are arresting him, and he's like, "I was thrown through a window." I love it when he's like, "Uh, "What do you? What if I got thrown out of a moving car? What would you call it? (laughs) Jaywalking." I do love that. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I love the I love the scene when he walks past the two Michael Jackson guys, and he laughs. I think that was more of a reference to his raw, like yes, his leather, yeah, the red leather outfit. Absolutely. So here's my least favorite part of the movie, uh, just because of this goddamn awful song that they play. Oh, yeah, Nasty Girl. Oh, it's so bad. It was recommended to them by one of the strippers that was in the club. So awful. And it was so long. Like, this Ooh, do you, does he talk about his dick getting hurt in this? No, I, cut, I just <laughs> cut the song. Oh, that's so great. And he's like, the boss This is a goddamn family program, Mandy. We don't need <laughs> that shit here. The boss can't say his dick is hard, but uh, see, I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm right. off the clock. I yeah. can say whatever. I- uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That's uh, so funny. You should have totally cut that clip. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, we yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. We're getting pretty deep into this. So I All think right. it's probably time that we do our first little activity here with Ooh-hoo. the guest. Uh, so we're going to take a break in a second. But before we do, you heard this synopsis at the beginning. It was too long. Too many words. Nobody cares. No one's going to sit through. <laughs> in this Netflix generation, no one's going to click on that and read that entire paragraph. Right. So what we need from you is... Chop this. Chop this synopsis. Chop this synopsis. Chop this. <laughs> chop this synopsis. All right, Bob Fredericks. <laughs> so shout great. out again. Uh, we need for you to chop this synopsis. So what we'd like to do to do is take the movie Beverly Hills Cop and condense it down into ten words or less. Got okay? it. So we're going to give you the break to do that. When we okay. come back from the break, we're going to get the uh, conclusion to chop this synopsis and find out uh, how you're going to describe. Forget. Do we get to hear it again? Uh, we get to we hear do. it one more time. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will come back in Good. with the, and then you won't be able to get it out of your head. <laughs> Synopsis. <laughs> Bring it home. Okay, so we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody! This is Stu from the Elemental Podcast. If you like podcasts with interesting guests, engaging stories, or maybe passing on some knowledge to you, my podcast isn't for you then. We swear a whole lot. We talk about nonsense. We try to have a good time, though. So if you like that, give us a listen. The Elemental Podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud, CastBox, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Every Monday and Thursday. Give us a listen. It, please. 
I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be, be good. good. It's a weekly podcast where two comedians review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. We'll also talk about the hottest news in movies, like how badly is MoviePass doing? Oh, it's done? Perfect. You can find us on all your podcasting hosting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever. Is that a thing? Yeah, I use CastBox. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, we're on there. All right. Check us out on all these things. This better be good. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Grindr, Zanga, LiveJournal. Oh, that's a thing. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And and that that was good. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Now for uh, now it's time for the rousing ending to chop, chop this synopsis. synopsis. Can I get that as a ringtone? <laughs> just, just, that's part of the Patreon program. <laughs> <laughs> just for just $5 a month, we'll send you Sign all, me up. all of our ringtones. <laughs> that's some dumb fucking ringtones. If we, were, if we were to start Bob pushing is like out ringtones. Screaming out your back pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a few oh. we could probably pedal though. We could make some Maybe. iconic clips. We can get. We'll just steal Garrett's voice doing uh, his crazy New York style. Yeah, lady. no, that was uh, Mike Logan. He's like, come over here and fuck this bottle. Oh, and then, yeah, and then his was. Uh, oh my gosh, in- if that was in your back pocket, it'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> his impression of uh every cast member from the uh, family guy That's yes great. so all yeah. right what is the ending to this we've we've all been kept in suspense we yes. listened to some ads uh and now we need to know what is uh your edition of 10 words or less all right well i know that it's 10 words or less so so i'm keeping that uh i've got two words okay but all i've right. got a whole bunch of numbers all right. uh instead <laughs> so go. i try to try to skirt the system there we go uh so 313 to 902150. <laughs> I like yeah. it. There you go. Yeah. Put that on a license plate. All right. I'd watch that. Some some, some punk ass kid watching Netflix, they mm-hmm. they click on that shit, I think. It's just uh needs a, an LOL at the end and they'll be yep. all set. Right? I'm gonna call one eight hundred Hollywood and get that script. <laughs> That's right. New job. Push them. Just starting. To, I'm just writing synopsis now for <laughs> So, uh, wh- hey, we haven't talked about budget yet. Not at all. Yeah, go ahead. What so, okay. What do you guys think it costs to make Beverly Hills Cop? I wonder if they, I assume they shot on location for both. Uh, they did a little bit here and there. They weren't yeah. allowed to shoot after a certain period of time at night um, in Beverly Hills. Okay. So, they had to do some of the night scenes in other, in other towns. Places. Okay. okay. But yeah, so that's probably part. a lot of an, ex- you know, that's probably quite the expense. I imagine Eddie Murphy was probably pulling in some decent cash for this movie as well. Uh, how are you on budgets of movies? Do you- Terrible, okay. especially going back to 1984 dollars. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll take a swing at it and I'll say that this movie costs 37 million dollars to make. OK. All right. Uh I, I have to ask, is, is 37 because you really think that, or, or do you have a, an affinity to the number 37? Oh, no, I just okay. I just assumed that it would... I was trying to figure out what they would pay Eddie Murphy, uh-huh. and what percentage of his pay would be the total amount, and gotcha. I mean, there's some bit of calculation in my head, but it's basically just okay. me guessing. No, because I have a thing with 37, and oh, that's weird. why I was just wondering. All right. like, uh, I have a huge... It's following a huge, you around. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith fan, and huh. it's from Clerks. Oh. Uh, that's how many dicks she sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah, in a row? Totally in why. a row. Yep. Yeah, I totally uh, had 37 dicks <laughs> in my head, so I just... Um, yeah, because they blew up a lot of cars. 
Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was originally thinking really low because it's 1984, but then, yeah, the special effects budget and those machine guns in a straight line. Yep, multiple locations. Uh, Eddie Murphy was a person. Right. I'll, <laughs> I'll say... 46. Okay. You guys were so way off on Did this. Did we overbid? Oh, huge. Oh, no. Okay, the, my first one yeah, was 12. Yeah, redo then. 14. <laughs> oh, oh, fun. 14 million. God, see, I was expecting Eddie Murphy to pull in like 10 by himself, so. Yeah, I think this was pre-10 million dollars yeah, for people. Maybe. I don't know. Um, okay, so what do you think that it made? Goodness. Uh, yeah, this is the part where we just get the hemming and hawing of us saying, um, how do movies work? Um, okay, well, but they did make two sequels. They did. So. so, you know, it made a shit ton of money off of 14 million to start. Yes. And Jesus. I can tell you in the opening weekend, it made 15.2 million. Okay. So it's already Ooh. making money back. Look at that. Nice work. I'm going to say some ridiculous astronomical, like $260 million. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to say 97 million. 234 million. Oh, nice shit. work. Yes. Oh, nice shit. work. Well, 235 if you round it up. Okay. It that was, was the highest grossing rated R film from 1984 until 2003. And <gasps> the Matrix Reloaded. Oh, I was going to say who overtook wow. the. Yes. Oh. And, um, the. and that year, the only movie that beat this was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Okay. And and as far as like you like know box office yeah right. box office so gross. that was PG I was gonna say that must have been PG thirteen yeah no yeah. it wasn't rated R fun yeah, yeah isn't it wow it's crazy that's this, a long time to hold that title yeah. and he Eddie Murphy had seven movies like seven movies in a row that were all number one in the box office okay so he was like a legit yeah. deal for a minute and then he was one of the ones that had the like didn't he have a weird scandal thing happen. Like, wasn't he caught with, like, a prostitute or something weird? Probably. Or was that, like, however, I do have a question. I was just going to, or am I getting him confused with Hugh Grant, which I think is very, I, possibly the very first time <laughs> that anyone's ever confused <laughs> Hugh Grant with Eddie Murphy? No. Um, I, didn't he I, have some sort of I think tranny? It was tra- yeah. yeah. Yep, I'm sorry. Yep, yep. No, I'm not allowed to say tranny anymore, right? Like, that's not a thing I can do? Transgender? Yeah. Someone who, who <laughs> identifies as, I don't even know. Um, right. How I also have, how many kids do you think Eddie Murphy has? Oh, oh wow. I feel like I've, I know this. In a weird way. Huh. I don't know why, but I want to say seven. Okay. I don't know why. I want to say what do you think? 37. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably like five. I'll say five. No, it was seven. Oh, is it really? Yeah, seven, I, but it's five different women. So oh, you guys okay. both have. There you go. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. So he was he was playing it, you yeah, know. He's out there getting it. Faux show. He's got the money, though. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He yeah. Can. Murph All dog. Right. <laughs> Murph dog. <laughs> Get well, that and donkey. He, and then there. he had, um, he sang for a minute there. He had oh, a yeah. singing career. Party all the time yeah. with yeah. Rick James. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, I wish I had planned party. ahead and pulled I that. Almost, I almost like texted you to be like, you should pull it. But we'll probably um, have more Eddie Murphy Which is movies. crazy uh, that he was able to talk that many women into having sex with him because of this. May I help you? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking for Victor Maitland. Uh, you realize that this is a members-only club. Mm-hmm, but I have to talk to Victor. It's very, very important. <laughs> Are you sure it's Victor Maitland you want? Oh, yes. Victor Maitland, the gray-haired gentleman, very dark-skinned, Capricorn. Victor. <laughs> um, well, why don't you give me the message, and I'll take it to him. Okay, I guess I can do that. Um, tell Victor that Ramon, the fella he met about a week ago, <laughs> tell him that um, Ramon went to the clinic today, and I find out that I have... Um, Hyper simplex 10. And I think Victor should go check himself out with his physician to make sure everything is fine before things start falling off on the man. 
falling off oh, on the man. You better tell him that. <laughs> you know, I think that would be best. Best. Nice. It's the greatest of all time. <laughs> Do we want to talk about ages? Yeah, let's do that. We'll go for another game. And of course, every one of our dumb games has to have a stupid theme song. Theme song. This one's so pervy. I love it. Oh, it's coming in hot, too. Good winger. Should have stopped it here. <laughs> should have stopped when it before the first one. True. I should have just played "What's My Age" again. Me when I'm 64. Boom, boom. All right. Don't you All feel right. like it's a nice palate cleanser to start the game? Yeah. Sure. Yes. All right. I think that some of these. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think some of these will surprise you. Okay. All right. So how old? I let's start with uh, John Ashton, who played Taggart. Okay. How old do you think Taggart was? I mean, he was already balding. He was yeah, probably getting up there in age. I don't know. He didn't look super old. Like right. He, I feel like he's just an unfortunate old. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he basically he looks almost exactly the same as he looked in uh, Trapped in Paradise. Yeah. Um, which at that point I don't think he was super old. So, goodness. Uh, I don't say know. Thirty nine. Okay. okay. I'm gonna say he was just a very unfortunate thirty six year old man. He was thirty six. No wow. shit. Good job. All right, Inspector. <laughs> right. Inspector Todd. Wow, he was. He seems like the opposite. He seems yeah. like he's always been 112. <laughs> yes. Um, Black don't crack. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, you go ahead and take a swing at this one. I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, you're the Gil Hill fan. Gil Hill. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put him at. See, he can't be too old because after this is when he went for city council. So he couldn't have been a hundred yet. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fifty-eight. Okay. Uh, at the time of this movie, I will say he was sixty. Fifty-three. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, Gil. Overshot. We've both overbid. <laughs> Damon Wayans. Bum, 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 oh God, he was young. I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was young. I'm gonna say twenty-six. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking twenty-seven, but okay. I don't want to. You can go with twenty-seven. You can one dollar. You can one dollar me. That's fine. Twenty-seven. Twenty-four. Okay. All right. Okay. So we both overbid. So where was this in his range of like? Uh, this was his in very color? his very first film. Was it? So it was after in living it was, color. It was no. During no, it in was living way, color. It was at, it was way before in living color. In okay. Color was in living early color. Nineties. Yeah. In living color came out when I was at least in kindergarten, maybe first grade. So okay. we're th- we're thinking like late eighties, early nineties. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I could have told. Yeah, just by like the fly girls and the weird yes, weird pants. Right. It was probably right. Yeah. Right. The Jennifer Lopez when Early she was 90s, dancing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Judge Reinhold. <laughs> 24. Same. I don't know. Yeah. He's got it. He has to be a baby. Yeah. Yeah. 25. 27. Really? <laughs> Sorry. Just had to break it up a little bit. Okay. Um, Jenny <laughs> Summers. Okay. Lisa, okay. what's her face? Uh, can we backtrack? How old was... Uh, or have we done Eddie Murphy? We haven't. We have oh, okay, not I was going to say, let's backtrack. I want to figure out what No, and know. he's the last one. Okay. Um, goodness. Let's say 32. You think? How old do you think Jenny is? Uh, I think they threw some makeup on her. I'm going to say she's 27. 27. 
28. Okay. All right. So here, here's the the last and the star of the show. How old is <laughs> Jesus Christ? How old? Someone take this away from me. How old is Eddie Murphy? Okay. Go ahead. What do you think? Um, this one I'm trying to be a little bit of a mathematician yeah, you're with. To. Because I'm like, I know when he started SNL, he was something like 17 or something, like stupid young. <laughs> oh, so this would have been 10 years after that. Oh, I'm going to put Eddie Murphy at, fuck it, I'm going to stick with 27. I'm okay. going to put him at 27. I'll go with 30. 23. Yikes. Ah, I know. This shocked the shit out of that me. That is crazy. And he already had his own production company. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he's just no, no wonder he got five women to produce stack seven kids and money. for him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even with that herpes simplex tan. <laughs> tan. All right. Um, yeah. Hey, did you guys want to know everything that's happened up in the movie so far up till this point? Because I've got a really nice clip that'll just tell you everything yeah. that's happened. Okay. Some exposition. Yeah. Gentleman who crashed through Victor Maitland's window. <laughs> Check. Such a douche. Who disabled a non-mark unit Check. with a banana. With a banana. With a banana. <laughs> who lured uh, actually, Taggart it was three. Yeah. And Rosemont into a gross dereliction. It's actually Rosewood. <laughs> Just correcting yeah. everything. Uh-huh. It was three bananas. It's Rosewood. It's, uh, it's Rosewood, sir. <laughs> I think it's the first time we've heard Judge Reinhold in a no, clip. No, because earlier he said, oh. Oh, yeah. When he, he was talking about the, the... Oh, he did the meat. The, yeah. yeah. He did the meat. Yeah. I just bet you are the pride of your department in Detroit. <laughs> Why do they all sound like the evil villains? Of your department in <laughs> Detroit. Well, I bet you'll sound like like they sound like they're from uh, another country, right? Yes, or an- another like, time. They're even. like British. Yeah, they're uh-huh. like, yeah. they're like proper British gentlemen. And like, his glasses, my God, they're so huge, so terrible. <laughs> and why are I don't? I guess I missed the point of this, but. They made the Beverly Hills cops out to be idiots, well, basically. Well, I think that it's kind of like now. They're like the millennials before they were millennials. Well, because yeah. they, they super like run by the book, right? right? That's the whole idea. And they wanted this like juxtaposition between like his style and their style, right? Which is clearly mm-hmm. they do everything by the rules and they run everything by the book and then... He is just off the handle and does right, whatever he wants. Right, but they really hit the coffee grounds hard. Yeah. Like, they... Noobs. He brings on. up the coffee grounds to Taggart and Judge Reinhold, and they're like, I don't fucking know. They like coffee. Yeah. And then and then later on, he brings up the coffee grounds again to their boss, yeah. who I'm blanking on his That's name. That's a, a, uh-huh. a Bogomel. Bogomel. Yeah. Ronnie Cox. Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, drugs come in coffee grounds. Sure. That's, and they're like, oh, I just wonder if that's, like... A rookie uh, thing? Well, no, I just wonder because of the, the environment that they're in, like clearly they're implying that that is dealt with way more often in the Detroit area mm-hmm. than right. it is mm-hmm. there where someone's trying to smuggle in like Yeah, Beverly Hills is full of, Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. right. But as it turns out, oh, it's just not people, people dying all the time. and They have to trust the word of a legitimate businessman. <laughs> <laughs> we Yeah. Again, if you so if anybody ever knows like a, an art dealer, uh-huh. Like in real life, they are a terrible person. <laughs> terrible. Every, every movie. Yeah, everyone yes. who's ever been an art dealer in a movie has been the well, worst person. Well, they're charging 130000 for that one thing, and he's like, get the fuck get out the, of here. I sold one just yesterday. No, I cannot. <laughs> I sold it myself. <laughs> All right. um, I do have a clip here of Taggart talking for a while. We haven't really got to hear from him. Uh, Rosewood is behind him, mm-hmm. but uh, at least he's here. Sergeant Taggart, and this is my partner, Detective Rosewood. You always treat visitors from out of town like this? 
Why didn't you identify yourself as a police officer when you were arrested? Because I was minding my own business. <laughs> Where the fuck do you guys get off on arresting somebody for getting thrown out of a window? We have six witnesses that say you broke in and started tearing up the place, <laughs> then jumped, jumped out the window. What you guys idiot. believe that? What the fuck are you, cops or doormen? We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed He's an jerk. art dealer, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. See what your mouth. Hey, man, don't square off on me with some bullshit. You want to start some static? Hey, don't push me. Fuck you, man. Tagger! Yes, sir. And this is such a little kid I mean, oh, yeah. moment. Like, go out there and apologize. Sir, Give him a hug. Right? I apologize for striking you. Apologize no for excuse. striking you. Forget about it. Detective Foley, I'm Lieutenant Bogomil of the Beverly Hills Police Department. Do <laughs> you wish to file charges against Sergeant Taggart? This is some kind of joke, right? <laughs> I love it. That's how it is now. It's true, yeah. But uh, So that was, a, again, more of that whole like uh, showing of how they're with right. the, the rules and against, yeah, like that whole thing. So we've got... Uh, Rules to follow out here in, you know, fancy pants, Beverly Hills. But. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we did the synopsis. We've done. How old are you? Do you guys want to switch to the final uh, game? Yeah. yeah. We're going to play a little bit of. What's, What's that, that sound? sound? I was like, is she in for it? Is she going to be I on was, this one? Yeah, right, but yeah. I wasn't quite sure if you were just, just going to play, play the that. audio. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? What's that sound? I'm I'm guaranteeing if it didn't have that guitar thing at the end, it would be unlistenable. But that just <laughs> that little guitar trill at the end just brings it home for me every time. It's worth a listen just for it's that. It's definitely okay. growing on me. So we're gonna, we're gonna play. Uh, How many times have you heard it? Uh, well, quite a few. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do it. In the I mean, beginning. you mean you mean in in real life or in my head? <laughs> because I'll be hearing all this shit on my way home. <laughs> just chop the synopsis. Just can't go away. It's, synopsis. It's one of the greatest of all time. It's not so bad now, but when I re-listen to the episodes, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what I do is, of course, uh, for those of you who have not listened to this before, I take a clip from the movie and I uh, isolate down to a single sound that I would like to uh, showcase here. Uh, and He's rolling to, up his sleeves, yeah, people. Yeah, just, He's getting I'm, ready. I'm She's still wearing real. my shirt from work and it's long-sleeved and today is not a long-sleeved shirt. <laughs> um, so I would like for you to uh, tell me what's happening okay. during this sound. And if you get can't in, get it, get then it, it gets passed over to Mandy, who has never heard these clips. Okay. Uh, and then if she can't get it, it, of course, goes to the audience. And I do want to point out our most recent episode where we did not get one of the sounds was gotten by Derek Feltner. After several attempts, he was able to finally discern that the sound that we played for the Cable Guy episode with Andy Bledsoe, go back and listen if you haven't, uh, was the Cable Guy uh, shooting a staple gun at Matthew Broderick. It was just him going, it was a staple. So it was a weird noise. (laughs) Okay. So if that gives you any indication, those are the type of weird noises you're about to hear. I do have a couple, I got a couple, we got three. I got a couple softballs and then one that I'm not so sure you're going to get. So. Okay. All right. Let's go with clip number one. She's closing her eyes. She's isolating everything. Using her one Yes. Uh Uh-huh. She's plugging her nose, covering her eyes. (laughs) All focused on audio. Here we go. First sound for what's that sound? I gotta go with him being thrown out the window. It is. Yep, okay. that was good the softball. Job. That right. was the. I was like, this is good enough. This will start. Uh, it's got the crash of the window, and then 
because there are a few times where windows get broken and things but i was like it also has the sound of the outside with the yes. traffic i was like it's good enough and we're just so everybody hears it we'll get one more clean shot of that okay so that was that sound very nice good and job i I'm I'm good now. Nailed it. Like yeah, now, you had to get one. I just the- had to get one under my belt. <laughs> right. I couldn't be. I couldn't leave here in embarrassment. Let's do clip number two. Here we go. Axel F. Yes, but <laughs> so again, we talked about this earlier. Very difficult to pull a clip when there wasn't that goddamn song playing in the background. So we want you to try yes. to filter out the song. I don't need the song. I want to know what's happening, that there's a noise that's happening during it. So, so my guess is that's when they're trying to start the car when there's bananas. In the tailpipe? It is a banana in the tailpipe <laughs> car. Yeah, I didn't even need to replay. All right. So yeah, here's the car stalling and then them trying to start the car again. Okay. I just assumed it would that dumb noise over top of that music bed might be a little more difficult yeah. to get. So, all right. So that was the mid-range sort of. I'm not so sure. This next one, this is the toughie. Okay, because uh, it's just, it's just this. Ooh, that's a whole lot of squeaking. There's a lot of something going on there. Up, oh, Mandy's wondering if she's going to be able to pull this one off. All right, we're going to hit it again. Ready? Here we go. Okay, I have a guess. Okay. Um I'm going to guess it's when he's in the warehouse with Jenny and he opens up the crate and then pulls that like wiry thing to to find the drugs underneath the pile of yeah. stuff that is not. Okay. Correct. Okay. That's my guess. So, okay, Mandy, we're going to pitch that one over to you. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Here we go. I have nothing. I mean, nothing. when they're when they're running down the stairs. No, yeah, I mean, no. When they're running down the stairs could mean, but no, it's not. No, I I can't even make a guess. Okay, we're going to do one more clean okay. for the audience then. They're going to be able to chime in on this and see if they can get it. I, I do enjoy having one that that we just can't get so and clearly if this were turned around if this were one of you had pulled clips for me i this is just nonsense this sounds like absolute craziness yeah so anyone who does get this has a serious issue (laughs) they're 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 either watching this movie like like 30 seconds at a time just to match up the audio for this i wish in a case like this if somebody does legitimately get this i wish i could give them some sort of a like prize that mattered but right uh if somebody gets this i'll just i'll send you a sticker from the podcast we'll, we'll give you a, <laughs> we'll give you great. some podcast swag we'll give you some st- or a button i'll send you a button and a sticker okay so try this one and see if you can get it uh and you'll have to be very specific when you tell me and i don't want anyone just uh tossing out like 19 guesses to hopefully, hopefully <laughs> right. get something. Uh, this has got to be first guess you got this here it goes Okay, and gosh. I'll tell you guys it's so hard. I'll tell you guys when we're done. Okay, so good. you won't have to wait. <laughs> I'm like, I do still have 24 hours left of my, of I my know, rental. Me too, right? <laughs> mine, mine ended at four o'clock today. Oh, so okay. I was, mine was done before we got started. I was going to sit back and listen to it again on the like I was sometimes with these because I have to very much focus on the audio portions. Right. Right. I will just let it play. While I'm at, like, I'll put it in my desk and then let my headphones out. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'll just listen to a movie while I'm at work to try to think like, oh, that's a good spot. I'll pull that clip or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't even get a chance to for this one because my goddamn weekend was so chaotic. Oh. 
I was pulling clips. I was telling them uh, earlier, but I was pulling clips on uh, for this movie at an open mic while I was like, <laughs> I was going to go up and do stand up, and I was like, I have no time for anything else, so oh. I was off to the side. I was at the uh, the uh, VIP lounge section of the Y bar in Kalamazoo, uh, sitting on a reclined leather couch <laughs> and pulling clips for this movie, which I think Eddie Murphy would be proud. So, one uh, of the things that I wanted to ask you guys while we were here, because I was kind of asking people at work today, what is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> like mine is Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. I I would go with um, Trading Places. I okay. think is mine. Yeah, that's probably the one that I've seen the most. Uh, which again, that's probably one we should we should well, yeah. cover on this at some point. We too, should. Down I don't with him and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. First time you see Jamie Lee Curtis tits in a movie. Wait, like, is it? Is yeah, it Halloween. No, Halloween. no. Wow. She stays very like pious in Halloween up until like the later one. But yeah, wow. that's the first time you get to see. Uh, <laughs> Old, is that why it's old your favorite? Naked Lee Curtis. No, I just that's a bit of trivia that I discovered <laughs> after. I would I would say Coming to America. Okay. Um, but I feel like I've seen Boomerang more. That is so <laughs> like, funny. Yeah. Like, I think he's like the least attractive in Boomerang uh-huh. or um Brooklyn Vampire in Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah. Um What's the other no, Bowfinger? Bowfinger. Yeah. Bowfinger. Is, he's, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I also love Golden Child. I think that that's yeah. a really close. I forgot about that. I was movie. gonna say I don't know that I've even seen oh, Golden Child. So good. Uh, yeah. I didn't mind the Nutty Professor remake. Sure, either. like the clumps and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I could have done without the clumps, probably, but like the the later iterations. Of yeah, the new and Nutty you can't Professor. forget Leonard Part Six or whatever that movie was called. <laughs> yeah, I well, I've yeah. never heard of yeah. it. Really? Uh-uh. Oh, he's like a. Oh, I don't remember the premise, but it's something about him in space, and I want to say there's like a tiny version of him. And was he? Uh, he was in a movie called like Pluto Nash or something weird too. Like yep, that. the Adventures of Pluto yeah. Nash. Yep. And then there was one I just because you said space I was where like, he's. Um, thing. Oh, you know what? No, I'm an asshole. Leonard Part Six is Bill Cosby. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was Pluto Nash. That's, okay, good yep, thing that you corrected yourself because our listeners would be like, "She's wrong." Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also one uh, Norbit. Yeah, yep. uh huh. Norbit. Um, he's I'm got just some. Trying to think of yeah, he's got some movies out there, man. Oh, are there? Oh, Doctor Doolittle, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, were there any movies, or are there any that he played like a bit part in, or like was a background actor, or was he always just like leading man to start with? Like that's. I, don't know. He's I feel man. like he came out strong. Yeah. What's because the, the haunted house one? That's good. Daddy uh, daycare. <laughs> Those are the two different movies, but yeah. Um, if, if he's twenty three in this one, and uh-huh. that was nineteen eighty four, and if he started in SNL, it's either seventeen or nineteen, and I can't remember. Then it, there isn't much time. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of time. And twenty three. I don't really think to, he was on SNL that long either, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Didn't either. he play? Wouldn't didn't he play like a really offensive like? Black child with an afro. I mean, he did their he like did, um, buckwheat. 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 Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, but he also did uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah, the uh-huh. Santa Claus and, one, and yeah, there's and just James a, Brown. Yeah, too hot in the hot tub. <laughs> hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> too hot in the hot tub. That's and then awesome. of course he did kick off his music career too, which yeah. is mm-hmm. pretty great. If you guys get a chance, it's probably so. when all the when those five ladies decided to drop their drawers and give him seven kids. Yeah, because yeah. they like to party all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> party Rick all the time. James. Yeah. 
All right, guys, I think we did it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the end of the movie, huh? Thanks Thank so much for having oh, me on. Thank you this for so fun. We do need to, we have a couple resolution questions here at the oh, end that oh, we need to come oh, up with. Oh. Uh, would you ever watch this movie again? We always ask. So. Probably not. Okay. I'll be honest. It's, it's, good. it's So it's fun to hear from like a first round, like this is the first experience you've had with this movie, um, this far removed from when it would be like in right. whatever wheelhouse like, I, it was going to be in. I don't think it was bad. By any means, like sure. it was, it was an enjoyable watch. Um, it was kind of silly. Uh, it was an easy watch. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to still do all my, you know, laundry, ADD, and you know, <laughs> play on my phone and sure, and yeah. you know, do yeah. I did, I did fold some laundry. <laughs> um, and uh, but there's no. I don't have a desire to be like, oh, I want to see this again. Sure. Now, will you watch Beverly Hills Cop two again? I probably, um, well, I will say definitely yes, because now I want to see, <laughs> see the it second one? after seeing <laughs> yeah, the first sure. one. Like, the I, I feel you. like I have to. And I and Beverly Hills Cop 3 even was good, I thought. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I won't see this movie again. I'm, this was a fun, yeah, like it's basically everything. Yeah. It's just, it's a fun rewatch. It's not complicated in the sense that you need to understand what the hell's going on, because basically his friend tried to steal some bonds got caught, got killed, and then he had to go revenge his friends. Right, so yeah. it's nothing that's like multi-leveled or like, oh, what is he talking about? Or who is the like multi-conglomerate thing from another country? Yeah. Like, nobody, <laughs> and like, there's no like side glances no. or secret. Like everything is said. Yes. It's very clear. Nothing's in like a cryptic note. Right. That right. The, like part of the audience might have gotten, but we'll unveil it at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. None of that happens. It's yeah. all pretty much straightforward stuff. It, it is goofy and fun in parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like Bronson Pinchot brought a lot of that yeah. to the movie for me. Again, uh, Judge Reinhold is is awesome uh, in this too, yeah. and he's very much the like the straight man mm-hmm. comedy. Like he still brings a level of like well, goofy, but he progresses through the through the sequels, and he oh, okay. gets a little yeah. more like into stuff. And okay, yeah, he becomes more of a. He becomes okay. more yeah, like he was always wanted to be the bad boy. Okay, and then, yeah, like he's a so hardened that's man. Fun. Later yeah. on, nice. I, I probably won't watch it either. Yeah. And I definitely want to watch two and three now. Um, I watched it with my husband a couple of days ago and he had never seen it. Okay. So uh, he didn't say anything afterwards. <laughs> and usually he's like. We don't get the <laughs> signature mark, yay or nay. Yeah. Usually he's like, oh, I liked it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even if it was horrible. Sure. Um, But yeah. So. Yeah. That's actually funny because, yeah, he's pretty much into pretty, like every movie that mm-hmm. you've talked about. It'd be cur- I'd be curious to know a movie that he doesn't like just to. Yeah, I don't know. Just if he, we run into one that he was like, yeah, that was just un, ungood. That was no, no strangers. bueno. He yeah. Would, yeah. Not a fan? No. The Strangers. All right. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for coming Thanks all the way for out. Thanks having me. To Super Hastings. fun. And we do want to give you guys. Uh, so you're uh, part of a co- uh, podcast as well. Yes. Uh, sitting down with stand-ups. Uh, it is uh, myself and a couple other um, Detroit comedians. And we... Uh, surprise, surprise, sit down with stand-up comedians. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I was listening earlier today and I started thinking to myself, like, there's just, because like, there's a lot of people there's happening. so many people happening. Because <laughs> we are very much just, you know, there's three of us in yeah. a room and we're just kind of by ourselves and we sort of let the movie take us where we want to go. Yes. But you guys are very much, like, carried by the... Um, 
personas of these comedians. Like there, there's just a lot of there's like, so there's, much stuff. There happening. are people in the room very much in yes. that setting, and it's and fun to listen to. It's 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 some more than others. Um, okay, we, I, I, I'm gonna you know a little little behind the scenes. We've talked a little bit about that. We might uh, we might be paring it down a touch, okay. but uh, because sometimes it is like. We've got seven people that are are all very funny people yeah. that are all trying to be very funny <laughs> sure. people. We've had it. We have too. Yeah. yeah, we have it on occasion where there, are, yeah, three or even sometimes we. I think the most we've had is four yeah. on at the same time. We'll we'll all race for a joke. Like yeah. it'll all sprint uh-huh. to the finish <laughs> yep. line of a joke. Yep. And by the time one of you gets there, everyone else is just sort of tripped over everyone <laughs> yep. else to get yep. to it. And everyone's looking around like, "Come on, I said a joke. Like come, you guys get it right?" And they're like, "Yeah, we were there too." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, were yeah. all here. Yeah, you beat us. Thanks. And it, it. you do run into the risk of having like multiple comedians where everyone's just like, yeah, that's funny. Uh-huh. Like they don't they don't really like giving out those laughs as much as yep. you think they would. Yep. <laughs> or just... they're they're thinking about the next thing. Yep. So they're not paying attention. We had a I, I love to rip him and I'm I'm just going to name names because uh, I hope that you are listening, Kaz. Uh, so there's a, a Detroit comedian, Kaz G., and uh, because his last name is is ridiculous okay. uh, to to even try to pronounce, but um, and uh, another comedian, Shane Dials. So the three of us mm-hmm. were having a conversation. Shane's been on. Shane's been on. Yeah, ours. Yeah. front of the show. And um, yeah. and we were talking about Gary Goleman. Okay. And some of our favorite like Gary Goleman bits. Yes. And I had uh, made mention of um, the cookie bit mm-hmm. where he's talking about you know different types of cookies and all this stuff and. I get the words, you know, and the cookie bit is great. And Shane goes, oh, yeah, that's hilarious. And Kaz goes, and what about the cookie, cookie bit? bit? I totally yes. I listened to that episode. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, oh, you are not paying attention at all. At all. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's just compounded that much more when uh-huh. there's that many people in the room. That right. is so yeah. funny. Right. No, no, but it's, people need we, to check that out. Yeah, we have a we have a whole lot of fun. Um, and uh, those episodes come out every Monday. Um, and there you uh, go. You can where start. Are you, are your you week. on uh, Podbean? Uh, iTunes. We right? are, you just, we are I, you guys... everywhere. Podcasts. You can get. Your... Yes, we just recently uh, got on iTunes. Yeah, because that was like a big deal for like the most recent couple episodes. You guys are like we're on iTunes now. It's great. Yeah, awesome. there was a there was a bit of um, of. Of of issues with uh, with some language ah. uh, that that we had, and so we had to kind of sweet talk some some appellates a little bit nice. to, to get around <laughs> that. But yes, we are on iTunes, but all the other things too: Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the um, everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Nice. Um, can I do one more plug? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. All right. It, we do like uh, Twitter, fa- oh, any Facebook yeah. stuff, all that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a thing. Um, <laughs> on uh, on Twitter and uh, and Instagram at Gonzaleza, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-E-Z-A. Um, but I am also, uh, I am uh, producing the Paul Bunyan uh, comedy festival next spring. Nice. Um, so uh, that for for anyone in Michigan who is listening to that, uh, it's going to be next April uh, up in Oscoda. Um, it's going to be a super fun weekend of of comedy and hijinks. Nice. Uh, and for any comedians that are listening to this, uh, we're going to open up submissions uh, in July. Nice. So okay. we will get ready we'll for start that. Pushing yeah. that out there. Wait, awesome. Does anybody chop down trees? Uh, are you gonna? Is I, that gonna be? I mean, thing? possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Make, that do would it. be part of your submission. 
<laughs> just a video of you chopping down a tree. Ambulance standing by. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, you like uh, threw out your shoulder playing basketball, so calm down. Yeah, not even playing basketball. I was like turning to run yeah. towards the basketball. And you got <laughs> and my shoulder got jackknifed yeah. by an old guy. An old man. <laughs> I ran into an old man. And he, he stayed, shout out Jojo. He uh, stayed standing. Yeah, and oh, I ran so off. Great. I ran. I ran off the court with my arm out of this its was, socket. This was during the uh, the basketball. Yeah, the official uh, sanctioned Gildas Club uh-huh. laugh fest basketball yeah. game. Oh so, my gosh! You're giving your all for those kids, man. You know that's what you're I was. Gonna, yeah, that's what you were meant to. That do. was my sacrifice. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> well, yeah. you guys can reach us if you've got any issues, questions, or answers to our what's that sound. You can reach <laughs> us at. Uh, Another episode podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at another episode podcast and on Twitter at another ep pod, another E P P O D. Uh, and then also go find us on um, Instagram as well. It's just another episode podcast all mixed together. One word. But that is where we post all of those stupid ass posters that I make with everyone's <laughs> faces on it. And I need to talk to you after we're done oh, here because so I have to figure out some way to get your face on uh, on the body of the Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> yes. uh, uh, poster. So. White face. Yeah. So we're going to see how <laughs> yeah. that's going to work out. I, I, want, I did want to talk to you about that before I just went and did it. To I've make... always been told I would, I would make a great looking black man. Black man? Okay, <laughs> perfect. All right. That's enough of a seal of approval. I'll, work, I'll start working on that today. But uh, and then Mandy, do you have anything you want to? Uh, I don't really have anything coming up. No. Okay. Uh, and then I am at uh, Matt Harper Jokes on Twitter and Funny Maddie, I think, on Instagram. So go find me there. Nice. Otherwise, keep uh, listening to this stuff and tell your friends it's the greatest of all time. So great. It is we the need greatest. People to listen. And of course, we always play a clip at the end to get us out of this mess. So we're going to do. How? Oh. <laughs> no. I should just play Nasty Girl to run this out. No, we're going we're gonna to do this. Why are you telling me this? What makes you think I have any interest in that at all? Okay, bye. Bye.